Good evening and welcome to the Talking Talkie podcast episode 37. I'm Will Taylor and um, I'll get it straight out there as a, you know, something I always like to say, I hate Carl Cameron. So let's just start off with that straight <laughs> off the bat. Uh, I'm joined by two debutantes tonight and I couldn't be happier about it. Rowena Williams, uh, her first time on the pod. Rowena, how are you doing? Hi, yeah, great to, great to be part of this. I'm looking forward to having a chat with you today. Glad to, glad to have you as part of it. And the wonderful Sam Swan as well. Sam, how are you doing, mate? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, plenty to say, plenty to say. <laughs> <laughs> plenty to say, you know, chicken wings to eat at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, when you started supporting Torquay, where you're from, how often you go, all that sort of stuff? Uh, well, I started supporting Torquay. My first game was 2007. I was born into a Torquay family, so it's always going to happen. Uh, it took me a bit of a while to get into football, but uh, yeah, six or seven went talking Stockport and the season went down for me too. So instantly you're getting relegated, which is fun. I'm originally from Leicester, but moved down here. Um, but yeah, I've been going for talking. I say I didn't go consistent, consistently until 2010, but around that season we're in need to. Since then, I've gone every own game. I haven't experienced many away games yet, but I plan to. But yeah, just, uh, just going to most home games and yeah. It is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> all, all I'm hearing from starting sporting in 2010 is glory to Paul, unfortunately. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> I've come in and like we're like around the top of the national league, and then when I've come in, it's like football league club. And, and it's wrong uh, no, well, I don't think. I'd be fair. I'd, I'd retract that because you can never ever call a talking you know, like fan of glory. No, I learned that. Like Even though I wasn't going before, like as I said, I was in a massive talkie family, so I'd always know what's going on. Mm. And um, yeah, and that's it. Awesome, awesome. And uh, ruining yourself. Uh, yes, I started sporting talkie oh, many years ago when I was 10, but I wouldn't tell you how long because they don't know how old I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up near Bristol and my dad was a talkie fan when he was young. He lived down there for a bit, so I sort of inherited it. Got, got lumped on me by my dad. Uh, so yeah, we, we usually go to about sort of four or five games a year. Um, we like to go to away games as well, but we've not been so good since COVID. Um, Dad's 70, so having to be a little bit careful. But um, yeah, I tried to get to loads of away games. I like going up to the north ones because that's where my mum's family are from. So I love Chesterfield away. Um, and at the moment I'm living in Cheltenham, so I've been to lots of uh, away games at Cheltenham, which is always fun because we're always louder than the Cheltenham crowd because they're so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly are. I'll still never forgive Simon Heslop for missing, denying us the best scenes ever. I think it was on Boxing Day um, when, when he missed from about three yards out. I'll still never forget him for that. Uh, that's great, guys. We've got loads to get through. Um, obviously, the last pod was before the Grimsby game, you know, while our season was still alive. Um, so that, that's which says an awful lot. I, I wasn't at that one, but both of you guys were. Let's, let's just start with that one. I mean, it looked all right about 10 minutes in, didn't it? But it quickly fell apart. Yeah, it was, to be fair, after 10 minutes, we're 1-0 up. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe, you know, we could be turning the season around. That would be back-to-back wins. Um, but you also have this fear that you think they have a shot on target or they have an attack, our defence and goalkeeper could be under threat. So it's always playing in the back of your mind. And it's almost like the whole crowd got onto that because it went from as soon as they had that shot where they were talking about more, where they just got through so easily, uh, midfield and defence passed whole said, I don't actually blame for that goal. Uh, the whole atmosphere just changed. And it's almost like the players, the crowd just went, oh, you know what's happening here. It was a really bizarre one. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't actually there, Will, but I have watched the highlights of it. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, um, I genuinely felt like every time they had the ball, they were going to score. Yeah, it was like, I just have no... Uh, but the only thing I would say is I think people are being quite hard on our defence, and rightly so, but I don't really think we've got anything right now. I don't, I don't really see no. midfield or our forwards no. doing anything either. So, 
there is like the only thing I would say is there is a lot of pressure on our defence all the time and like it's just constantly they're sort of but they're, they're walking around there was one bit I saw where they're like trying to call for offside and it's not off, it's quite clearly not offside and mm. they're just standing there with their arms up and I don't think they scored on that chance I think they uh, obviously did that clearance I think yeah you made our keeper so you know, like it, it's it's almost like if you think about it though, this is three of the four defenders that kept what there's 39 goals conceded last season. So, I mean, you can't. This, tell me, you know, this this is my biggest problem with it. Is everyone? Yeah. I, I, I struggle to I struggle to have any um, put put much of the blame at the defence's feet purely because. Like you mentioned, Dean Moxie, Ben Winter, all right, Moxie's a year older and a year slower, which is no, no, no one's not his fault, but he is. You know, Joe Lewis, I mean, especially in that playoff final, was just absolutely unplayable. Yeah, I genuinely think he's one of the best centre-halves in the National League. I genuinely yeah, think yeah. he's that good. You've lost the centre league, the uh, Football League centre-half. That's yeah, obviously yeah. the big yeah. gap and replaced him with, but the lesser, the better in Ali Omar, yeah, yeah, I think. Yes. Um, you know, Bambi or Nice. Um, yeah. Not header, though, to be fair to the boy. And yeah. the, the, surely the problem comes, my biggest issue with it all, which I'm sure we'll get into in, in a lot more depth maybe later, later on, but do, the, the, there's no there's no trust in the goalkeeper, rightly no, so. No. Apparently, Holstead hasn't even had his vaccine because he can't catch anything, so he's fine. <laughs> I've never known anything like that. His dad thinks he's good, though. So, <laughs> yeah, he's fine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to, to to his dad for saying he'll come good and he's buying a house in Torquay. I think it's very sweet though. You know, your dad's got to love you if he yeah, even I mean, else does. Nothing would please me more than that's come true. <laughs> a goalkeeper only a dad could love is, is yeah. a very nice. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I mean, yeah. like, on paper, he looked like a good signing and it, it's just oh. not happened for him. But Wisowski didn't look a lot better when he came on, to be completely yeah. honest. It was it was one of those where I was looking at him thinking, oh, what, <laughs> what's going to go wrong next? And I don't know how much of that was his fault compared to, compared to you know the, the defense. But the, going back to that issue that I was saying about is that the defense they're not they don't trust the keeper behind them. No. And we're playing a two man midfield for the first time under Gary Johnson, uh, other than the National League South where we were just playing farmers every week. Yeah. And it's, they're just massively exposed. Like Sam says, you know, um, there's there's a real feeling in the crowd as well. Like I, you can feel it even watching the highlights. Like everyone just kind of knows the inevitable is coming that there's going to be a goal, and the players must pick up on that as well. Uh, it's, it, it's really strange atmosphere for a team that nearly got promoted last year to it's start like this. Ridiculous. It's it's interesting you say it though because I, I think so much of it feeds off that playoff final. I, I don't yeah, think anyone's I mean, over the disappointment. I, I, I generally don't. I'm not. I, 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 I know. I, we, we lost. We lost last night, and I, all I could think about on the way is I don't feel as low as I did after Ashton game. No, and that's something. No, no. It's a I mean, win. yeah, like watching Torquay lose on penalties within three weeks, um, England <laughs> losing on penalties too. I was just right. like, and then then everyone was talking about football again. I was, just like, I'm not ready. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> it, it, we, we were ready, and I, th- I think that's the thing. And, and another th- another thing about the, the the sort of centre half goalkeeper midfield attack chuck in there as well. The, the team conundrum that we find ourselves in, where it's not the same team as it was last year. I wonder how much of it goes down to the fact there was only really an eight-week turnaround to go on holiday, rest, recuperate, recruit, and then do pre-season. It's, it's not long enough, is it? And I'd love to know what Pete Johnson did this summer. Oh, Has he had his feet up in Barbados? We'll see. And then just, it's unbelievable how you can go, oh, I've got Pete Johnson, all this, and you're just signing Cheltenham players. You're just signing just people that you know aren't ready. or you know, There's a lot of players in our squad who I say, 
oh, they'll be a good squad player in last season's team. You know, they'll come in, do a job, <laughs> learn from good players. If you thrust all of them in, like I've said before, it's like Paul Cox's team that he signed, which Nicholson kept up. There's some players like Angus McDonald that have done brilliantly and had, you know, Fisher, the striker as well, who didn't look half the player for us, but they've done brilliantly in their careers, but they weren't ready at that point. And if you've got a whole team, a collective of them, you're going to have the mess that we had that season and what we've had in the first six games this one. Exactly. And I think, I think this, is one, this is one of the things that I, I find most frustrating. And I, I said it to, um, to Matt and he last night is that we're, we're in a situation now where we were in the playoff final, as we mentioned, what, three months ago, almost to the day. And we're, we're now six games into the new season, realistically, without anything to play for. And I know that might sound premature, but I can't see anything coming up this season. We're too the good to go down. The only thing I tried to hold on to is that, like, we did have a bit of a rubbish start to the season last year. We, we weren't great. Like, it was know, a slow start. Know. It wasn't as bad as this, yeah. obviously. But, you know, yeah. it was kind of slow. And, like, I do, I, I do <clears> like, object to people saying Johnson out. Like, I do think he knows Oh, absolutely not. No, there's no way. Out. But my concern is that it's maybe coming from a higher level. There seems to be a very strange mm. atmosphere with the club now. Um, there's yeah. sort of lack of engagement with the fans. Their refusal to take, I refuse to call it criticism, but feedback, they won't listen oh, to any feedback. And, <laughs> you know, we've discussed before, like, um, you know, about, we've discussed it before sort of online about this sort of um, insistence on not letting people come in after two, like, hey, Nothing. after two, it's just like, well, who is that helping? Like, and I mean, for me and my family, like when we've gone to Torquay, like, <laughs> We always arrive like quite late. We show up, we walk in. That's the whole point of lower league, right? That you mm. don't have to like plan ahead. So I just wonder if there's like a bit of a weird atmosphere, a bit further up, um, and that's sort of permeating down a little bit to the squad. We, we spoke about this on one of the pods. I think it was what it was just after maybe after, I think it was after the Ultrium game where we're saying we've just been in the playoff final, um, so the club should be. Although we lost it, it should be a time where we're picking up. The first game of the season, the PA system doesn't work. You can't hear anything the guy's saying. I, I didn't know he was starting that day until I looked on Twitter. The, the big screen that was meant to be this big thing a few years ago hasn't worked in about five years. Honestly, does it even I'm, do replays? Is that no, nothing, just, literally not, nothing. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even show the score. It doesn't even show, like, there's nothing on it. It's just a blank screen. Mm. I, genuinely, I can't get my head around that. And then suddenly, if you, if you don't get, if you don't buy a ticket before two o'clock, you're not getting let in. To talk United, like I know we we have a we, we may be guilty of big club syndrome sometimes, at, at, you know, that's certainly at this level. But I don't know who we think we are doing stuff like that. That it's is the most a joke. It's the most stupid business idea I've ever thought of. Bear in mind um, that you know the last couple of years it's almost seemed like the club's got itself back on its feet with business. So you look at it and think, oh, we're you know there is something going on. All of a sudden that's gone, and like families will turn up last minute and go, oh, right, I want to go talk e now. You don't want to be thinking about it three days before. I, I think it's just... Especially it, with, like, um, people starting to decide to go back with COVID. Like, I'm finding, yeah. like, we're gradually feeling more and more comfortable to do things. But, like, my dad, who's who's the reason I'm a Torquay fan, mm. he's 70. He's not ready yet. But, like, right. he might wake up one day and be like, do you know what? I am actually ready today and I just want to go. I don't want to plan it. I just want to, like... And I just think it's really, really strange. And um, we've also got the reality that it could all go away again. So why not yeah. get as many fans coming as possible so that if it does go away again, people will pay for that stream and like <laughs> sit at home and like get behind the team. And like, that was what was kind of great about the playoff final. I was speaking to mm. people who were like, I just changed jobs. And when I told them I was a Torquay fan, they were like, 
oh, that playoff final, you know, loads of people who are actually watching it. I was like, we don't talk you about just, that. You were just like, shut up, shut up, I can't deal with it. I really want to, uh, yeah, I want to make it past my probation. If you talk to me about talking, I might tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. No, but, but this, is, this is it, isn't it? And I, I, I genuinely have a theory that we might be the only club in the National League or even any level of the football I mean, pyramid in England yeah. to be turning money away after know, a global yeah, pandemic of 18 months. The older it's, manager's gone mad, hasn't he? Uh, well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've really lost it. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it just makes no sense. And another thing, it's a contactless um, entry, but they're not got con- like contactless machines. <laughs> yeah, so you can't. can go and pay on the gate. I know like, there's a £45 limit, which I think is going up in October anyway. But it's all about no cash. But... You've got to buy a lot of tickets to be yeah. able to 45 Yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, it just makes no sense. Contactless, and they don't even have the machines for it. Like, no. it's just no. what they've been doing over the summer. It's from the, you know, and when that's happening above, you find it goes to the pitch as well. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, what I'm, that's, years. that's what it's always about. If, the, if it's yeah. mismanaged from the top, it feeds down to the bottom, and that's certainly what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just going back, just, just looking at... Um, sort of rounding off where we started somehow we we've yeah. digressed to to the issues at the club as, as as we normally as as you know you normally would just just in terms of that Grimsby game as I said you you know I I, I genuinely don't even think I, I watched the highlights because I embarrassed myself on Twitter 10 minutes in saying HMS piss all over the league and set sail again for us to then lose 3-1 so um you know not not the best judge of a judge of a football game clearly but I mean, that, that game I, I actually probably looked at, although not being there, and like you said, the crowd dropped and there's all this talk of this. I've seen someone on Facebook actually trying to encourage a toxic atmosphere. Oh, my God. Um, on, on, which I just can't understand. We've got the best manager outside the Football League and, and people are talking about booing him and not being happy with him. Like, if, if anyone, if, if you think Johnson should go, I think you should go. Like, don't support yeah, talking like that. Absolutely. Most, uh, if you don't think Johnson belongs as a manager of this football club, you don't deserve to be a fan of this football club. And it's yeah. as black and white as that for me. Mm-hmm. But but looking at that Grimsby game, I, I looked at that one after after beating Maidenheads, which that's a whole other story about how oh. you could be falling in love at half time. <laughs> I, I looked at that and thought, right, they're going to be a side that are going to be there or thereabouts. Fair mm-hmm. enough. They're going to be up there. They're all, they, they always beat us. They always beat us, Grimsby. They did when they were in the National League this time. Mm-hmm. And they did this time as well. Um, but going, uh, it's something about going away to shit places like Solihull, mm. where they've got barely a thousand <laughs> fans. They're, they're, they're nobodies. They're, they're minnows. And like if, you, if you'd said that, you know, the, the glory years of the 2000s when, you know, we were in League One and playing at all these, playing at places like Bournemouth now, which is obviously mm. quite a place. And you look at all these places we're playing. And you said you, in a few years you're going to be going away to Solihull. You'd have just bashed your head against a brick wall, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Getting smashed by Solly Hole, not just yeah, going there. Getting smashed by Hole. That's what I mean. Like it's that bad, and that's that sort of. I, th- I think I guess my biggest issue is that I don't mind losing to the Grimsby's and the Stockports, and then I do mind losing to Notts Counties for obvious reasons. But I don't mind losing to these bigger teams that are going to be challenging. Like if Wrexham come and do us, you've spent yeah. about five million quid getting there. Fair enough, mate. They can buy eleven Mark Halsteads for their striker. <laughs> I, I just want them to. I just want them to fuck off to the league with their stupid superstar. He's not yeah. that funny. Like yeah. we're not interested in it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I never thought I'd. I generally rather Clark Osborne than Ryan Reynolds, and that's saying something. So, but but seriously, that's that's what I. That's sort of the. For me, that's the biggest problem. And we were mm. terrible last night. Mm. We were awful. You know. I mean, I was just like, it. yeah, like I said, I didn't see it. But I was listening to it and like. I just oh, felt like we could have been smashed like 6 0. Like, it's just going yeah, like worse like... and worse and worse. The polls were coming and like, it's just so depressing to listen to. I was, like I said, I was uh, sort of soaked off to the bathroom and uh, 
my partner Matt can hear me go, you fucking assholes. <laughs> like, I have a good night as a talkie fan then. Like, he knows to keep separate. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I mean, that, that's that's it though, isn't it? I mean, the, the bit that bothered me is that it wasn't a side that looked like they wanted to win. And I, like I said, I, I, like to, I never slay character hunting because he's the messiah, isn't he? He's, he's the, the god of all gods. But it just... And you could say he he agreed by his post match comments, didn't he? He's shipping players out. He doesn't want those players that's, on the team. That's mad. Six games and you're getting that treatment. That exactly. Just, but it crazy. was we were second to every ball, every single ball that fell down. We were second to. How it's taken this long to get Claudio Lolos get on as well? He was brilliant. Looked straight ahead. I think he looked absolutely brilliant. Um, you know that that new winger looks like a good acquisition. So maybe, but ripping up the book after six games. It's a sorry set of affairs, isn't it? I mean, what do you even do? Like, aren't they on a contract? Like, can you get a contract? Who have won that as well? I believe I believe there's some sort of chicken wing buyout. I'm not sure about the technicalities of it, but you pay off his dad as well with something, I'd imagine. But I mean, I mean, obviously, you guys listen to it. I was unfortunate enough to be there. You you got the idea of just how bad it was, and. They're no world beaters, Solly Hole, are they? Like no. I said, they're, they're fucking shit, to be honest. Like, it's Solly Hole Moors. If we can't, but, but I mean, the, the feel that you guys got listening to it, and obviously from, from what eventually we'll be watching the highlights, must be the same as I had there. But I, it's just how, how do you get, how do you go from one stage of being so good to this, where, which is just so awful? I feel like I'm in a time loop back to 2017 when we had like nothing against Nicholson, but we had those sort of days, you know, when we had no budget, no nothing, just no mm. anything. We were the playing at Winners Gym. Yeah, mini bus, he's driving it and all stuff like that. I feel like we're in that day again where you just go, all oh, right, put the radio on. Have they scored yet? No. All right, 2-0 down. All right, brilliant. Oh, I've got one back. Oh, we might get a point. No, we couldn't even do that. It's, it's like that. It's, it it's feels like that cycle again. I thought, I thought it after... so as well, isn't it? Like we're either like at the top or at the bottom. Like you know the year that COVID you're not happened. Not mid-table. We're yeah, and the season got cancelled, and we were like mid-table. I was like, I don't even know what to do myself. Yeah, like, <laughs> but, but that, that, that's why COVID happened. Yeah. Yeah. There, there could not be a year where Torquay didn't get relegated or in some sort of promotion fight. But so... we've got like quite a reputation for it, haven't we? Like actually, people know quite a lot about Torquay as a club, and of course, we were on that Netflix series yeah. Jesus, about, and, and they yeah. talked Jesus. about how we always seem to manage to avoid relegation, and then obviously there's, we there's... went down to the National League South, and that went out the window. <laughs> there's there's a flag somewhere um, of Bryn the police dog that says "Not all coppers are bastards," which I think is absolutely brilliant. Which we need to we need to get that back on the pop at some stage because I think that's super. But you, you are, you're right, we're, we're totally notorious for, for always having something. I, I, I don't think relegation's a possibility this year. I really don't. I, I, I genuinely, I, I think we're too Not good. Right. If Johnson's there the rest of the season, though, he will turn it around. My concern yeah. is, is he getting fed up with the owners? If he's getting yeah, fed might, up with yeah. the owners, might he might walk be. away. Because his frustrations might come from this lack of giving people longer contracts, um, this sort of signing, having to sort of scratch around for loans right at the end because they won't offer. We could have kept some of our players if we'd given them if they were enough behind Gary and like wanted to see it through, they would have stayed, but they didn't have like long enough contracts. You know, I always think about losing Jamie Reed on three, like it's just like crazy. Like scoring getting... goals in League Two now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just don't protect but the assets at all. If he's getting frustrated, like it might be a bit of a okay, results aren't going well, I'm fed up, I'll leave, and I think that'll be the worst thing that could happen to Torquay. Like yeah. when I remember when we signed Gary Johnson and I was just like I saw it on Twitter and I was like I didn't even know what to think. I was like, there's, oh, there's no way we've signed Gary Johnson. No, that was unbelievable. Going from Gary Hours to Gary Johnson. <laughs> I never get it. My, my, my worry with it, I guess, is sort of long term, is that is, is he, um, is he, he doesn't need the money. 
He doesn't need the money. He's here for the love of the game. Yeah. And if he's he's clearly not loving the game now. And if we if we don't win any for our next ten, say, is he just going to go? I'm I'm That's nearly right, seventy. Yeah. Can I be asked for this anymore? Well, of course, he had like a heart attack, didn't he? At yeah, so he might start thinking it's not worth his worth his life. Great, great story about that. Do you know the guy that did his um, open heart surgery was um, Bristol City's left back Joe Bryan. No his dad, his dad did it right, and he said to him. <laughs> Gary Johnson said, apparently this is reportedly what's been said. He said to Joe Bryan's dad, I'm just about to go on the operating table, operating table. if you fuck this up, your son will never play football again. <laughs> Jed, that's the sort of guy we're talking about, Gary Johnson. So He's they, a proper little geezer, isn't he? <laughs> he was fuming. He, was, he looked fuming last night as well, and you would be, wouldn't you? Because imagine how, I mean, we think it's frustrating as fans, and I'm not saying he feels more frustrated than us because he didn't pay money to get to Solihull last night, and he didn't, you know, he, he didn't sit on the radio, he didn't sit at home storm off to the toilet and listen to it on the radio. Do you know what I mean? Like there was that he didn't do that. So it, obviously it hurts more for us, but to go from one extreme to the other must be so hard for a man of his calibre and experience, wasn't it? Yeah. I My big worry is 10 games gone. We're still in this state and he goes, All right, Gary Johnson's had enough. He goes, then we're in a mess. That's no, my the, worry. The, That's the only my thing worry. I can see, I can't see, I, his career is not going to end like that. No, he's not. He's too proud. He's, he's not too proud. Because like, this, this is the last job of his career now. He yeah, won't yeah. go anywhere else. He can't no. go anywhere else. No. And they always um, talk about him being the king of getting people promoted. I reckon he, you know, he's probably doing a bit of like a pep. Like he was never going to lose 50 until he got them to win the Champions League, right? We are going to be a league football football side again. But I mean, I just... I'm he might be 95, but we'll get to the football. I just won't trust the, the owners, though. Like, no. I've just seen what they tried to do at other clubs. I just can't help but think they've got a complete ulterior motive. Well, well last, last, year, last year was just completely over, paper over the cracks. Yeah, yeah like, everyone was yeah. talking about... We're in so much. Yeah. We're in so much debt to them. What was it, really four are. million? Four million? It's going to be more than that now, isn't it? After the that, money yeah. we threw it last year, I think. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, but but who knows? I mean, just obviously on the pitch matters. Then I mean, talking about we 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 briefly spoke about the side. I mean, just how much does he need to do? What what do we, we need? Five new players? Six yeah, new at players? least at least. Yeah. Two new keepers probably because neither of them look up to it. No. New you know keeper, centre back, um, and maybe another midfielder as well, yeah. unless we can get. Wingers. I mean, I, I actually really like Danny Wright, but he's not enough. <laughs> like, and if and if you're not crossing the ball into him, what's he there for? Yeah. If yeah, you're just putting forty balls and they're not winning the second ball, which he wins, why is he there? What's the point? I, I think Dan, the, the frustrating thing about Danny Wright is he's here to play first team football, and he won't play on the bench and, yeah. unless he like he's yeah. he's not here to come on in the seventieth minute. Yeah, that suits him down to the ground and suits us down to the ground. Yeah. There's not yeah. a better player in the national league to bring on after not after seventy yeah. minutes than Danny yeah. Wright. Yeah. He will bully and shit house defenders and mm-hmm. entire defenders in the seventieth minute to the point where he makes sure we get a goal. But he's knackered by sixty now because yeah. he's yeah. he's 35, 36 years of age. Like you know, seven, I think. He turns seven. Seven. There you go. The Oh, there we go. Happy birthday, Danny. Right? <laughs> um, but th- but this is what I mean. And, and you've got you've got such an exciting. Oh, I didn't realise how good Lolos was until last night. I saw that looks brilliant. Well, I mean, there's two ways of looking at this. I went to the Paul preseason friendly, <laughs> and you know, I know Paul. You know, they they're respectful. You know, two leagues below, and I I said Lolos, absolutely brilliant. I thought you know the way oh. he's skilling people is a bit raw, but I reckon national league. He will really be exciting. I also said that day, Mark Holster, brilliant, brave, commanding keeper, because he made two brilliant one-on-ones come out for every cross. And I was like, we've improved our keepers here, everyone. 
Um, that was before Chicken Wing Gate, though. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> so it was weird. And you know what? He said hello to me. So I can't say him too much. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? He said hello to me when he was warming up. With I, just, I think, like, for me, it's so sad to see, like, it is sad where we are now like yeah. the quality of goalkeepers like we have bobby and like even oh. kevin did and they they're just like mm. so good and bevan poke bobby oleshnik what a player yeah you won't get he was special he was special and i think i think that's the thing isn't it that it's if you could just just compile that dream team into yeah. this league it pisses all over it doesn't it i'd even take rayner right now like rayner with his <laughs> yeah. terrible kick you still have the all the players head. move to one side and then kick it to the other but at least he used to be a good shot <laughs> i'd take brendan moore and i've never forgiven I'd him for throwing one in his own net against <laughs> five four against forest green on new year's oh. day i was hanging out my arse and i thought finally we've won and he's just thrown it in his own net in the 90th minute David Fitzpatrick masterclass that day as well. If anyone yeah, I remember that. About the only game he played for us, I think. <laughs> but the, but this is this is it, isn't it? Is that we're we're looking at? It's, it's, it's you look you look back at the players we've got. And last season was the only time I didn't look back and think we could do with someone. Yeah. Every single player of that team was about as good as it's been. Mm. Yeah. I felt like really proud of them again. I was like, look, you really want to be here. Like you're all working really hard. You've given us. And like for lots of us, like you know, a lot of the season we were like locked in, right? And it was like. It was an amazing. It was a escape. way to keep connecting and like yeah, talking it was, yeah. and yeah. It gave you that belief in life, you know. When you're football, you people forget what a big thing a football club is, and when they're you know playing their hearts out, so tense. Like every game, I was so nervous watching it. But like when you have that to go back to this again, where you think, are you even putting a hundred percent in? Like yeah. I look at Holston and I think oh, we can get into this for ages. Yeah, I know you struggle, but are you really looking after yourself as an individual? Have you really taken the right? No, he's not. He is. He's not. You know, he's eating chicken wings. Yeah. Exactly, you know, <laughs> I look at him. I think you know. There's this is a thing about goalkeeping and any anything. I always look at people and think on oh, players on the pitch and think right. You know, one side of it is they move down here. Let's be honest. He's what from Blackpool. You know, Torquay is a long way to come down that's why we have such inconsistent players like Manny Duku here I just I don't understand I was a footballer Go Scottish championship and then you know how so you think that right but at the end of the day it's a professional game like if any of us in our jobs are rubbish we get the sack there's no difference in with football and it's a privilege even though it's a grueling game it's a privilege to be a professional goalkeeper have, think- have we tried smearing like the glaze of the chicken wings on his gloves because I think there's got to be something in that I'm he just does... baffled by him like you wouldn't have seen it on the highlights um, but the Grimsby game that's when for me it got to point I was like right this is more than just being crap at being crap for and being crap whatever because there was basic things happening like in the second half they put the uh, like an overhead through ball and you, you don't even look you think keeper picks it up boots it down he was coming out he saw a player coming at him and he just got like, he was like a cat in the headlights. And next thing you know, instead of just picking a ball up, he spilled it, a moving football, going about two miles an hour. Some Grimsby players come and smacked him in the face. And like, if he just picked the ball up, he would, he, you know, he's, like, he's a threat to himself, the way he's doing it. And another overhead ball come through, he comes running out. Instead of hitting his hand, it hits his knee. And luckily he doesn't go to the Grimsby player. It's like getting to the stage, you think, these aren't just like, you, you know, I'm not very commanding, uh, you know, I'm a bit slow on shots. These are just like, Part like Sunday league stuff that's going on. I just don't understand how a man can get to 30 in his professional career, like something has gone so badly wrong to that. 
it baffles me and yeah i just i don't understand it whatsoever I, th- I think interestingly if you have a look at his cv though he's never been a number one no, he's never been a number one and that's what i think that's it he's somehow stole a living of being a number two because he come on he's probably when he looked after maybe he looked after himself better when he's younger i don't know but you know there is a real shortage of chicken wings anywhere north yes, of exeter in fairness, exactly. so that could be what it was he's played against chelsea and then because of that he's sort of just been number two he's come in probably played all right here and there think oh they've played in Premier League he's Blackpool youth just how they might be a good character in the dressing room whatever and he's just made that sort of you know good agent yeah and he's just carried on he's gone right now it's my time to prove you know we've got ex-football league keeper and he's just he's almost like a rookie you know it's, we've got it's literally a rookie but we've got two I feel like yeah I mean I've, there was one there was one on the opening day of the season where the board come across the box oh, I don't know if, if I've, I remember and he, it, yeah and he's he, it's, it, there's no one near him and he's died for it, and it's somehow gone in between his arms. And I'm just, and, and it's not even near the goal. And you know, I'm just looking at it thinking, how, how was this? Like, I, I, I sort of thought then, like, this guy, if that's what he's yeah. doing on the opening yeah. day, yeah. where Rich are goal. we? And the other one on the opening day was their second goal, which was ultimately O'Connell's fault because he's, he's trying to shield the ball out when it's 10 yards from the byline. Yeah. But he just fell over. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's trying to do a teddy bear roll, and he's just falling over. I'm just thinking, just, what's, oh, the one last night, by the way. Was it? The first goal last night. He's, it sounded awful. It's, he's, um, it's, it's not a position you should shoot from. But Moxie's a fox. He's let him run through. But whatever. I quite like Deep Moxie. And he he shot. And I, honestly, I I think I moved more than Halstead stood in the yeah, stand. Yeah. He was looking at it. <laughs> watched it go past him. And it, you could. It's like the thought process was. All oh, right, there's the ball. Oh fuck. Yeah, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. It was, just... it was, it was, you couldn't write it. I'm shocked by, and, and you're right, if you're playing like that on your debut, I remember like Fabian, Fabian Spice, he was incredible on his debut, you know, it didn't quite work out after that, but usually they show a bit of promise there. And I, I look, watched it, I was watching my mate, I goes, you know, and I'm, I'm, I really like pay attention to the goalkeepers, that's my favourite position, I always, nothing gets me excited more than a keeper coming for a cross, I'm telling you, in football. But like, I watched <laughs> it with my mate and I just went, what have we signed here? Like, surely not. And obviously everyone goes first game, but then... I'm watching it and then what was it Woking I, I, I'm not even you know we're going back on it but every game he's played I've looked at it and gone what the hell is going on and the, early, the earliest I've ever left a football game Woking yeah I mean, I've never left a football game earlier actually. yeah left, left after the, when, when the third goal went in I watched yeah. a very cold game at Torquay years ago it was nil nil it was the worst weather it was like sideways rain it was so miserable me and dad really wanted to leave but we stuck on in there and then we lost in like the 96 at <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> a long journey home. No, I've, 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 I've never, I've never left Turkey early either. But I, I, that third goal went in, and I hate Woking as mm, well because yeah. of Ben Guerin, who I never thought would be eclipsed. But fair play, Carl Cameron, you give it a good go. And it was just it, like I, I just couldn't put up with it. And the third goal was his fault that day as well. And the third, but like, but I wasn't there for it. So. The, the thing I is, is um, like that's good about last night. Something's happened last night at half time because. Obviously, I've heard of stuff like he's not looking at fans. He shouldn't have been in that position last night because he's not looking at fans, you know, obviously form-wise, he should be nowhere near the goal. We give him a clap, though. Like, I think he's yeah. shy, but I, cl- I didn't want to... You yeah. don't want to get on the back no, of him. You never get on the back of him. more than Halstead having an absolute uh, masterclass and goal. Nothing. I Shut me up. I love it because I just want any player plays talky to do well. But the fact he come off at half-time was going if he's injured and the fact Johnson was very overprotected of him at half... He said, like, three times he was ill. Now, we don't know what's going on. Is it he has been ill, chicken wings, or is it he's had some sort of mental breakdown? Is he had some sort of this? Because there's a lot of mental health, especially with goalkeepers. Ryan Clark, if you remember, he come here, brilliant saves. By the end of his spell in that awful, awful season, 
he um, looks at him, he's white, he's pale, he's shadow of the keeper I've seen at Oxford for years, and he come out a few months later. I yeah, goalkeepers have like quite a history of it, don't they? In like, um, talkie, my talkie spell. So I feel like something's gonna, yeah. <laughs> no, like, what do you I think don't... about um, the formation then? Because he's sort of sticking with that, and it's not really working out at the moment. We will get a bit what... of a Mike Bassett going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I do we'll be playing like four, 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 fucking, fucking two. two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I, I said this last night to a couple of people. Four, four, two, um, four, two, uh, two man midfield in the national league does not work, and I, I will never, ever, 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 yeah. ever, ever, ever slate Gary Johnson's tactics because he's managed for for twenty five years. I've been on the planet for twenty one, so he, yeah. he's been managing longer than I've been alive. So I've really got mm-hmm. nothing to say about that, but. I, I personally just don't think it ever works. And, and the midfield two yesterday bemused me completely because Connor, Connor, it was Evans and Hall. Um, oh, and Evans oh. is just not... I, I love Connor Lemon and Evans. He doesn't he's defend. Number 10. No, he's, he's number 10. 10. He's a number 10. He doesn't... He should have had a penalty, by the way. But um, this that's a different story. But, I mean, it, it was... It, he's, an, he's not a midfield... So those two as a midfield two don't work. If you're going to play a midfield two, it needs to be something like Hall and Lapsley. But then you completely lose any attacking out there. Exactly. But the way it was played last season, with a with a almost a holding two and letting Connor roam free in number ten, for me worked absolutely bang on. But he's mm-hmm. hell bent on playing two up front, and I don't know why that is. I've, I've got no idea. I but just think we've we've got to change something. It's just not working. So mm-hmm. like, let's go into the next game. Like, what's the worst that can happen? We'll leak some more goals. Like, try changing something up because I don't understand. Teams it. are just what seeing is coming, and like, mm-hmm. like from the highlights I've seen, like. It's, Parents apart, like it's just not hard for for anybody really, and and you know, like some say earlier, like the Grimsby fans pick up on that, and like you can yeah. hear it. Like <laughs> the the, the, the Altrin one, I found bizarre because they're they are wank Altrin mm. as a football team. They are terrible. They always have been terrible. They always will be terrible. But they came with a three man midfield and went, "You're not getting past us, and we're getting past you." Simple <laughs> as that. And we had no answer for it. it we had really, absolutely yeah, it no crazy. answer for it. And tactically, team, it seems like tactically teams are out doing us. I think Solly Hull dropped an extra man into midfield last night and it made all the difference. They were just passing it around us and Hall and Evans are being dragged from pillar to post trying to get in between these passes, but they've just got an extra body in there. And you've got Dan Holman running around like a headless chicken who who couldn't... It seems like two leagues below in pre-season is his level because he's, he's absolutely twatting goals in left, right and centre there. But then as soon as it comes to actual opposition, he's... And look, he hasn't had the service, admittedly, but there was a couple of times last night when he turned and shoot and... Like his left foot had fallen off. Like, it was just like he'd hit it with some sort of stump. It was unbelievable. I was just so this is what I mean. And I, I but I mean I admit I think you're right though because the, the defense is exposed and the attack's getting no service. So the root of the problem is in the midfield, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think like yeah, that's definitely. I think definitely right. Like I said at the beginning, it's right to call out defense. Well, I'm not hearing that anybody else is doing anything. <laughs> like yeah, you know, and true. like it's always easy to blame a goalkeeper and. I feel a bit sorry for him, so maybe I'm being a bit nice, but like I kind of feel sad that he might be seeing what everyone's saying. It's not going to help the situation, is it? And even though his dad still loves him, I don't see him talking that. Sorry, go on. Sorry, carry on. No, carry on. I just wanted to make it clear. I did go to a pub about two miles from the ground last night before we went there for something to eat, and genuinely, they'd sold out a chicken wing. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> and he was apparently sick at half time. So you make of that what you will. All I'm saying is that he was apparently sick at half time, and there were the place near the ground had sold out chicken wings. So the sick at half time could be a panic attack, right? This is what it sounds like a bit like anxiety yeah. and like he's got himself 
And like you're saying, Sam, he just looks completely he's like lost on, on the pitch. Yeah. But like anxiety or chicken wings are a combination of both. Let's just yeah, really, really <laughs> mark that down as uncharted. The end of the day, the main thing he hasn't been good enough, and it's a professional no, game, and no, we're no, paying no. our hard-earned money for it. So, and no, and, that, and naturally, if he has got general problems where he's upset and he's struggling with anxiety, nobody wants that. And of course, no, I'm not actually saying that. He should be, you know, we we should be ripping up his contract if he's in a position like that because yeah. it's it's a time where we absolutely need to be considering things like that and treating yeah. them with the respect. You should be helping him, but he shouldn't be playing. You know, it's the same as exactly. Why put him in? Why put him in the headlights if he's feeling yeah. like that? Yeah. If he's yeah. got and goalkeepers anxiety. are always in the headlights, aren't they? Because yeah. like a goalkeeper makes one mistake and everyone's going to talk about it. There, Whereas there were times, like, the there, there were the times time. he did well last night. There was a couple mm. c- couple crosses that he came out early and he punched clear and it well they weren't feeble punches. They he got them up. And there were times he did well. But the very basics of goalkeeping, that when a shot comes across you and you don't move for it, is just too much for me. Like, I just can't... <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I just couldn't get my head around it. But, um, but I, did, I did just mention it. I mean, obviously, the, the tactics is, is an interesting one. Mm. But I, so, so, as I said it, obviously, Connor was, was played in a deeper role, which I don't think, don't think worked. No. But he did, look, he did look really good, as he always does. I don't think he's ever had a bad game in the yellow shirt. I genuinely don't. How the referee has booked him for diving in the 80th minute, I will never, ever, ever know. It's the clearest penalty I've ever seen. He's just tripped him in the box. And the bit that annoys me is why would he go down? Yeah. He's on the byline with two players stood free on the edge of the six-yard box. Mm-hmm. Why would he go down? What's the, like, the referees think like this. Because no, it, no, it seems no, like one no, thing after another. You've got Simon Mather in the playoff folder who just chalked uh, off two goals because he felt like I'll it. never get over it. Never and get then, over it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I just can't work it out. But I just said to you, to you two guys before we started, and this is going to sound like a horrible thing to say, and people are going to question whether I'm talking about. I'm glad we didn't get the penalty, and I'm glad we didn't score because a point last night would have seemed like a great result after being yeah. two down, and it would have been nothing other than paper over the cracks because we were shocking. Yeah, and I, I, I obviously don't get me wrong. I was gutted walking out of there thinking oh, it's another lot. You're always gutted when your team mm-hmm. loses. It doesn't matter who you lose to, when you lose. It doesn't matter whether it's Hartlepool to play off Fido or an FA, Cup, FA Trophy game against Bognor Regis. It genuinely doesn't matter who you're playing. You're always gutted. But I would much rather lose and face the music sooner than paper over the cracks and then get to 15 games with even less points where we thought things were okay. But the Maidenhead result wasn't okay. You can't no. concede. You can't be 4-0 up and still nearly draw We almost lost that. It's, it's shocking like how you can be 4-0 up and then, I don't know, at 4-3, <laughs> we've lost. Like, how does that even happen? It didn't feel like a win either, by the way. I was at my dad's 70th then. And we, I was like, Dad, it's a winning 4 0. I was like, and my phone kept going off. I was like, Dad, Dad, Dad. <laughs> by the end of it, we were sat around the table, like, really stressed. And Dad was really angry again. So that means talking, he ruined his 70th and Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. two, two mates messaged me, like, I'm not confident. I went, neither am I. Like, not just because it's talking United, but just I, if they shoot <laughs> twice, it's 4 2. And then the game's completely going. And look what happened. The, 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 fun, the funniest part is we said at half time this could go south yet yeah. and we were falling up like, yeah. we said it at half time it was always going to happen but, but as long as we're scoring more though I mean I don't really mind <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not scoring either are we that's the other side of it we're yeah. not we're not, we're not getting the ball down there we're not finding what, I don't understand it I know we went direct to the end of last season when we put Cole Cameron left wing and all that but where was all this nice football gone like, you know, the wingers, are they wing? They're not wingers. They just, you know, playing 4 4 2, they're flat. If you play a 4 2 3 1 or a 4 3 3 with a holding midfielder, wingers, they can push on. They can be the freedom players. You know, we can get those players behind right or whoever's up front. 
and they're just sat there like Gabby Rogers. We signed him. I thought we made the sign end of the season. I haven't seen him yet. He hit the bar against, was it Woken he come on? And I think he's class. But at the end of the day, if you're just sticking in 4-4-2 and all he's got to do is track back their winger all the time and not get on the ball and try and create something. He, he, did, he, he did piss me off doing stepovers last night. Yeah, I can see. Like we're 2-0 down and he's doing, he's, he's got his back to goal doing stepovers. I'm just thinking, fuck off, Gabby. Just, just yeah, to be fair, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop loading it. laughs> but no, I know what you... I can't work out how much of it is not them not getting the service compared to them mm. not performing. Because they haven't they haven't had the chances, but at the same no. time, if they've even had a sniff, it's not they've not been great. Like you look at the I goals agree. goals against Maidenhead, the only the only game we've actually even remotely looked like scoring in. And their defence was shocking. And it's keeper. just gaps. Well, look at Armani Little's first one is just a big gap in the defence. And the league. keeper stayed on his line when he should have claimed it. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 one of the Maidenhead ones. You've got um Lemon's goal is just incredible because he's just mm. dribbled past four and stuck it in the bottom yeah. corner. One of them, I don't know what's happened with one of Armani's goals where it's just fell to him and he's just jumped about 10 yeah. foot in the air. But yeah. but you look at the, the goals aren't coming like last year, especially at the start of the season, they were coming in a very formatted, usual way. Yeah, It was Whitfield on the main, yeah. driving in, pulling it back to the byline or a ball coming in the box. Or I mean, you look at that Hartlepool game. I yeah, think we yeah. scored every one of those goals over the season about yeah. five or six times. Yeah. I mean, watching those last year was just really nice to watch. Oh, we so went cool. to see one game and we were like, this is the best we've seen Torquay play for years. And it wasn't just it wasn't just winning, it was just really, really nice football. Like we're mm. passing really well, moving really well, playing with confidence. Like, I don't know, the whole thing was just great. And then this feels yeah. like we're going back to that day that I went to watch them lose against <laughs> Supermare. <laughs> like that was that ruined yeah. my holiday. Yeah. I was staying in Sydney if I Convinced Matt, my partner, to go down to down to Torquay. It rained, and they it was one of the worst games I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, saying we lost to Western Super Bowl makes me feel sick. Full stop, doesn't it? Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested though. How, how much do you think of it? Sort of like it, it boils down to the tox the toxicity. I say in air quote marks because whoever suggested that just don't bother showing your face at Playboy again. You're a knobhead. Um, I think our home fans are a bit of a problem. Well, the home fans are a massive problem. But how much yeah. of that toxicity, as I say, or, or the negative atmosphere? Do you think comes from playing football in such a different way? Like you don't want to pay twenty quid to see no, us to Danny Wright. I don't. Then I really disagree with like booing your own players. I don't see where that's oh. ever going to get us. I just think it's. I know it's really counterintuitive. They are our players and booing and booing specific players or shouting. You know, when you're at lower league, they can actually hear you. So yeah. shouting stuff at a, a twenty-five-year-old lad who is signed for your team is just not really going to help. I, I have to so I, I, know, I don't. I've been guilty of it and Dan Sparks' mum did punch me in the face for it. And that's genuinely true. That's genuinely true. So I've been, gu- I've been guilty of it, but I know what you mean. And, and I, I, I think there are, it's, it can be different. Like under the Nicholson, the Nicholson sort of hours. When they're not trying. That's yeah, when, when, when you think yeah. Courtney Richards is the one I have a massive problem with. He pissed me off regularly because he just didn't give a shit and so many of them don't. That that was my, that's, backs, that's, yeah. that's my problem. But, but even then, I agree. Like, what, what are we really achieving by going for them? Not, not much. Well, I go at home just so they don't hear me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying I think they're nice at home, but like, just so they can hear me because I'm a bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the right thing to do, though. It's completely counterintuitive because you want them to win and you're just discouraging them. But I mean, when there's problems at the club from the very top, like there was under Nicholson, and I know, I know it's not great now, but when the owners, the owners Steve Breeder used to run the travel club and he doesn't, and I, I love him to pieces, but he doesn't particularly know what he's doing in that sort of role. It, it's completely, he did his best blessing, but it just wasn't, no one knew what they were doing in that consultant, mm-hmm. did they? Mm-hmm. And then you've got a manager who's posted on Facebook after every game to, and he's friends with all the fans, like, come on. And then you've got players who were there just picking up a wage. 
yeah, and they yeah. don't give a shit. That that's when I can see it in a problem. These lads, three months ago, most of the vast majority, Asa Hall led us out in a playoff final. Yeah. Where we very very where we should have been promoted. And we probably would have been in playoffs on E2 by now. You know where we're losing. It's because Asa cut his hair off. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Get it back on. Stick it back on or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's like Samson, you know. He's got a week. To be fair, he wasn't great last night, actually, with Dennis. He, he, looked, he just looked sluggish. But I think, I know, I know obviously they, was, they were all great towards the end of the season, but I always feel like, but for Wright and Hall and Moxie, I think especially those three, it's another pre-season, isn't it? Yeah, we've done like twenty of these now. Yeah, yeah. It's another. Do you know what I mean? And I, I do just wonder if they're losing the will to play a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Whether they're just their legs aren't quite. I know, and I know. Obviously, it was only it was only three months ago where they were at the top of their games mm. after we beat Notts County in the playoffs semi-final. They all had absolute blinders. Mm. But we're, we're we're talking about. I mean, right, especially. But we're, that that preseason and that. Does, does it just sap it out of them? Do you think? Especially when, like, from Danny Wright's point of view, I saw him get really frustrated multiple times where he's just getting the ball, they're lumping at him. We didn't do that last season. I don't understand the difference. Despite really his physicality, I don't think he's that player. No, I don't understand why, from the first minute against Altrincham, the ball was in the air. I just don't understand the difference. Like, and it wasn't a one off because we've done it every game. I really don't understand how we've just gone. Right, we're going to play anti-football, which our team isn't built for, and win no second ball. I really don't understand where that's come from. Is that panic? You know, it was it Gary Johnson telling them to do that? I don't, I don't know. It'll be Did interesting you... to see like how much they if they're playing like the tactics that Gary Johnson intended, yeah. or if they're just going on the pitch and just forgetting everything that they've done mm-hmm. in preparation for the game, and he's standing there thinking, "What the hell are you doing?" I don't know. Like the, the, the thing is, he, he can only put them over. He can only only send them over the yeah. white line. Can't yeah. he? he can't he can't get on there and play himself. Well, I mean, it's, it's getting to that point actually where he might have to, but it, he can't he can't go on and do it himself. He can only send them over the white line. But you, the fact he's not been able to replace the quality of players that we had, do you think he's going? He's thinking like we can't play for, we can't play that clean, attractive brand of football. Because there's been time, there's been times where we can't string three passes together. Oh, Genuinely, I've, can't string three passes. I've been I've been sarcast, sarcastically like counting one, two, three. Oh, we lost the ball. It gets to that stage. Like it's generally mm. been like that. It's supposed to get Altrincham and Woking. Is so, is he just know. trying to play to his strengths when realistically, obviously, they're not our strengths? But, no. but I think like, we're still really missing like having his son at Bristol City as well. Like having that like feeder. no lone players is yeah, weird. No like, lone players is very weird. Weird to have no contact as well because like even Kevin Nicholson was like he had some good contacts and we got some really good lone players in. Keepers <laughs> keepers up, you know, in yeah. contrast to the rest. But yeah, I mean, like we're not we're not seeming to have that. I always kind of look for the lone players. It's quite exciting, like when yeah. you get like one from like a Premier League who might end up seeing playing a lot like later on. It's kind of exciting to get some youngsters and yeah, not really. There's none. I just don't understand it. Like... Where the fuck is Pete Johnson? That's what I want to know. What's he doing? Earn your money, Pete. For fuck's sake. Yeah, like they just sign in like old contacts. And you know, oh, Ben's, no Benji will be back. You know it. Benji will yeah. be back. I quite like that. Hear me out. I quite like that. No, I did. No, I don't. I'm not <laughs> I love it, but it's it's not the prop. Like you know, unless he can play centre half as well, <laughs> <laughs> or in goal. Benji, stick some gloves on, mate. You know what I mean? It's getting to that point. But obviously, the miss against Bromley and the one against Stockport. that still haunts me. I know, but I just felt like I did. Yeah, like, skill though. He, he went that semi final. He yeah. did, he did, and like his speed changed the game. And although he didn't necessarily, yeah, he missed two chances, but 
those were just he was so young and like I think like mm-hmm. in a few years time he would have scored those I don't know I kind of like no but was it was it after the third goal against Knox County they kicked off straight away and he just nicked it off yeah, and, he, changed and the he, game he just ran about 20 more. yards yeah, but we don't have anyone like that. This is my no, problem. Like, and, and, and not not that Benji is the answer. I'm clear, I'm, I'm not saying that. I don't mind no. him. Wouldn't mind him back. I mean, even though we've got about 75 strikers in this squad, I wouldn't <laughs> mind him back. But it, that's that's there's just no outlet. I think is the problem. There's no there's no one that. And I didn't really think Whitfield or Namain would like it. But there's no player there that wants to take a game by the scruff of the neck. No. And just boss it because Lemon Aaron's isn't that player. He's he's no. he'll, he'll pick up loose balls, make nice passes, but he won't dictate a game of no. football. I thought Little was that player, and obviously he was better against Grimsby from what I've heard. And then got injured. And then got injured. Yeah, and he's got his hamstring. Again. What is his hamstring made out of? What's happened to Jake Hendry then? Is he is Jake Hendry's ill? Like what's going on? With well, him? some national national obsession said he was at the game last night. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of um, that. I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, apparently, apparently he's just not been well. He's, he's really apparently there's long COVID. I've heard that yeah. one, and I've heard yeah. another one as well. Um, I, th- I think he. Do- I think he's. A, I think he is a solution. I mean, his injury in the playoff final, maybe that is something to do with it. I've heard that a bit. He didn't want to come off, did he? I, I didn't really like his, his uh, behaviour in the playoff no, final. No, he ruined our momentum. I felt like he just needed to get off the pitch. And that's we ruined like, All of our players were falling down. He did, he did cross the ball for Coughlin, didn't he? Uh, no, little. That was little. Little, little. Oh, always getting mixed up. It was just like, after shy. he got injured. I was like, get off the pitch. Yeah. Well, he was brilliant when he came on. I said, he's our game winner. Yeah. But he got injured and I know why he wants to carry on. Yeah. But we were absolutely all over Hartlepool. Our fans, their fans have gone quiet. They were all crying. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they should have. They should have just taken him off. Well, he should have taken himself off because yeah, we absolutely had the momentum. Um, and if your bones showing, you're not carrying on. <laughs> <laughs> the, pro- the problem, the problem was with the Harleyville game as well. So I remember just just quickly, that was we missed. I think Waters missed a chance an extra time. He missed a lot, yeah. And so someone turned around to me and said, oh, "I can't believe he's missed it." And I said, "Don't worry, we're yeah. up." Our goalkeeper scored. We won. Yeah. Like we're we're yeah. in League Two. It doesn't matter how um, we do I, it. I honestly, that game keeps me. I'm not even saying that game kept me awake another 20 minutes the other day because I was thinking, what if one of Danny Wright's or Waters' penalties had gone in? We've got Cog. You know, he's the most. What if those goals had been allowed? Those exactly. two perfectly I mean, yeah. fine goals. And <laughs> the first one, especially. The first one, especially. Nothing wrong with it. I can never believe it. Right in front of me as well, and like everyone's going mental. Got like sweet Caroline on, and I've seen the ref flag, so I haven't celebrated, and. From that moment, I just feel like we're always. I hope we're not looking back at that game for the next twenty years. But I, uh, I mean, yeah. Well, well, P's about to have I to put a display. I really want to get out of the conference as well. Like <laughs> just, the, just the way that the league behaved during COVID. I was just like, this is just such a shit show. Like, I just it's, want to get out of here and like. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where I, I actually, and I, I, I hate saying this because it makes you sound like a knobhead, but we are too big for the conference. I'm sorry, yeah. we're not a conference club. But maybe this is our problem, you know, we've got a little bit of, I do agree, right? and we are, you know, you go to some of the other places and you see it, but like, it's our problem as a club, <laughs> you know, like maybe we, we've been in National League side for quite a long time now. And there's like, some big teams in massively. as well, yeah. and a lot yeah. of teams that think the same. South End are doing really badly, aren't they? Oh, that, that's that's going to be the battle of the booze on Saturday, isn't it? <laughs> Which <laughs> set of fans can boo the loudest at their fans? And they've got Phil happy. Brown, haven't they? Phil Brown and Gary Johnson in the dugout. Yeah, do, you, do, you reckon, do you reckon he'll do his team talk on the pitch again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what will it be? I mean, they've started shocking and they're, 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 they've been in free fall for a few years, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, they've decided from a few years ago. I mean, look, I mean look, they've look, got the shock of the National League, haven't they? You just don't really understand it. You go down and that, that absolute drop in quality is just... And it's hard. It's re- it's still really hard, but the quality isn't there. So it's but then like... you've got to have the qualities get out because you notice a lot of the teams that go out of League Two, 
they're uh, got nationally to lead too. They just do brilliantly. That's no one ever comes But that's back what Paul Buckle got so right, wasn't it? Like yeah. when we went up, he actually mm. got rid of some players that some of us yeah. loved, and we were like, "What are you doing?" Like, some sales. Uh, actually, actually, he had to in order to stay yeah. in, in League Two, and like that. I mean, a lot of managers find that. You see it in the Premier League a lot as well. Oh, you know, like um, Norwich bouncing up and down because mm. they they can get them up in the champion in the championship, but they just can't work out how to get rid of those players that are awesome and fans love, but like build that next team. You know. I, yeah, that's I, that's. Sorry, go on. I feel like that's what I said earlier. Like I generally feel if we had gone up, that would have been the start for us again of upwards momentum. I feel like we've kept a lot of the players, added more. And I do generally think we've been at the right end of League Two next season. That is the final line of that do, game. Do you, think, do you think it was a sliding doors moment? Like, I mean, I know we're six games into the season. Do you think we're in a position now where we're staring National League in the face for the foreseeable? I do. I feel like yeah. I would, I'm not, I might sound stupid, but I'm seriously concerned. I just, we say about no like mid-table. Like if this goes on for another 10 games, you know, we've done it before. We we could be in big trouble. Like if not with Gary Johnson. Oh, I don't want to Gary go back Johnson. down to the National not League. Not with Gary Johnson. South. Oh no, I'm not having that. The National League South was a fucking was brilliant fun. laugh. Chippenham. <laughs> Chippenham. <laughs> like I said, yeah, I learned how enough. to drive. Lost I learned how yeah. to drive in Chippenham, and I promised I would never go back there ever again. There was nothing good about that place. <laughs> Honestly, no, but no, but I mean, it, it was it was great because you could. I mean, I think it was um, Concord away at half time. <laughs> uh, the keeper took a sip of my pint. Their keeper, which was just brilliant. Like you just don't see that, do you? No. I think Holstead. I think Holstead had had a few last night, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, but no, I mean, I, I don't think with in threat. Of, I don't think relegations on the. Court no, not with Gary Johnson. Though. Not with Gary Johnson, and he he would not leave us. If, the the no thing chance, is, the, yeah. the only the only time relegations real is if we're in the relegation zone. Yeah. And Gary Johnson does not walk away if the team's no. in the relegation zone because no, then he's no. the team who left Torquay to yeah, Torquay yeah, to a playoff final and then left him in it. He's far too proud a man to do that. I just want us to have a season where we've got something to look forward to going to the game. Like, a cup run. That's what we need. We need to get to the third run. round of the FA Cup. We need that, yeah. Blackpool yeah. away or something. And just go all, yeah. all go on the pit. <laughs> brilliant. Um, no, but, but this this is it, isn't it? And we look, we look at it in, in these sort of terms where it's, well, you, you want to have something to look forward to. I mean, let's not forget, he signed that contract before yeah, that, the playoff part. That, that was the playoffs. Team. Knowing we, there's a very real possibility we wouldn't go up. Yeah. And they would have explained exactly, they would have had a planning process for if yeah, we didn't yeah. go up and a planning process for yeah, if we yeah. did. He would have known what his budget was going to be next season. Yeah. He would have known exactly the players he was going to try and bring in because he's that sort of manager. And yes, it hasn't worked. The players haven't come to fruition. But there's no way he signs that contract if no, he realistically no. thought that we were... Because there's no way he would have signed it if he thought we weren't... If, he, if, there, if like, I can't word this properly... But if he didn't think, if he didn't think there was a possibility of us not going up, he wouldn't have signed it. I agree. It's, it's, it would have been absolutely, it would have been suicide from him to try and do that. And that's all I remember 08, 09. Like if we go on a time machine back 2008, and what was it? I think we lost three or not Crawley. I can't remember. I think it was we lost one nine to Salisbury. I think it was like four points from five. It was a game before the Northwich game when Sills got that dodgy pen and we we're awful. But like, um, <laughs> my first talkie game at Playmore. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, um, if we if we'd all gone back to then, no one would have thought. I remember I remember speaking to my dad about it at the time. And my dad being like, "Oh no, we missed it last season, and you know we're in trouble and all that." And we just did not look like a team. I think he's playing Argy centre back and all stuff like that. So you know, it's never over. We just need to go on and run. But I agree, we need players in, and it's good to hit your crisis point three or four games in a season. Not last season when we went top and then hit a crisis point, and then we had to just rescue that until the end of the season. So. 
I like, I like that actually. Our blips just yeah. come early. That's yeah. it. It's just our, our, our mid season blips just come early. 25 wins on the trot now. Cheers. Yeah, there exactly. we go. Um, look, looking, forward, looking forward to Saturday then. Yeah. How, how do we sort of see it playing out? Because as I mentioned, it's two sides completely shot for confidence. That neither side can buy a win. The fans are both on each other's backs. Is it just who's not the worst that wins on Saturday? Possibly. You know what? It could be, I don't know, it could be a good game, you know? Like, you're going to have a lot of people there. So, like, you've got two sort of relatively, I mean, they're bigger than those, but, like, you've got two big clubs. And um, Mm. they're both desperate for a win. So, neither of them are going to sit back. Like, I have have a sneaky suspicion that whoever wins on Saturday, their season turns around. Mm. Who did them? Um, did Southend keep their manager when they came down? Yeah, Phil yeah, Brown. Phil yeah. Brown. Yeah. So he's on like he's on. He must be on thin ice at this point. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he, he gets away for shouting at Giovanni De Santos away at Man City, doesn't he? He gets it. He gets a free pass because of that. I think. He's I actually a, think it could be an interesting game. Like, I think I'm like, actually it'll be a fun one. I feel like. I was after the Solio game. I was, I was even going, you know, you do that thing. Oh, I don't want to go on Saturday. You do, but you're like, oh, I don't want to go. But like now I'm actually like, no, I'm interested. Players might be coming in. You know, there's a bit of a new desperation about it. I guess the keepers will change. You know, I mean, is he the answer? I don't know. I've heard he doesn't come for crosses, but if he can save shots, it's a good start. Um, but we'll see. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, my comfort, no. I just hope he changes the team. I don't want to go out and see the same thing I've seen in the last three home games. That will really get to me. And I don't want to see our fans go in there and get on the players' back as soon as there's a misplaced pass after five minutes. I mean, they've got no money, they still will be injured, so they can't just go on him. But, like, there's... I just hope it's we make ourselves proud because, you know, I, I feel like Grimsby fans... Um, were almost going, oh, where's your fans? You, you're meant to be at home, you know. We're just, you know that round it you know you're just doing nothing I want our fans like not to count it well home. they didn't get in it was past exactly. two o'clock exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> but not to count it home I've never been more proud to be a Torquay fan after the Barnet game where I've never been so disappointed because you know you have to like get your tickets I ended up in Bristow's bench I was at the we top. love losing to Barnet though we've lost to Barnet oh my years, god and, and years, I can't believe years. it <laughs> oh, that's, do you know what that's another national league club that can fuck off yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I can't stand <laughs> But like we're sat there, it's two-two. Your team's got eighty-five points or whatever, and we're just sat there getting on the players' backs. Where if we have a goal, we still have a chance for a title. I, I, yeah, but I think a massive part of that was that the title was slipping yeah, away. Yeah, I think that was that. That was the big part of it. Is that had we won, hmm. it, I, 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 I'm not had. I'm not saying I don't think yeah. we would have won the league. But no, the I don't pressure, think we no. it was. It was in like the fact that so I knew they could have lost to Hartlepool yeah. and yeah. still won it the next week. But was well, enough for us to not worry. Like, but but they, 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 it was, they, they just, they, oh, yeah. as soon as we lost, they knew they'd won it. It was simple as that. I, I feel, I feel like the problem I have with Torquay fans at times is they're all like on the way to football league before kickoff. And as soon as it goes wrong in the game, when you need the fans to, you know, pump the players up, like we did against Notts County, as soon as we conceded, it was yellow army, none of that. And I get it. If we're playing long ball and that I'm frustrated more than anyone else, you know, but I just feel I get a bit at time I'm like, well, come on, we need some sort of motivation here. Uh, so yeah, you just you just get the odd the odd blokes in the pop side just shouting forwards, stop <laughs> side, shut up. Yeah, Honestly, I, I just feel like we need to, you know, if it go if we go a goal behind against Southend, let's get behind them because as soon as that happens, we go quiet. Southend fans in it, send the seed, and we're in trouble again. So 
Yeah, the, fa- the fans play such an important role yeah, as well, don't they? they? Do. That, that, that's, I mean, I, I'm convinced we won that playoff semi-final for it. I genuinely yeah. am convinced yeah. oh, we wouldn't have won as soon that. As soon as we that. did that, Notts County players, as experienced pros though, but I remember looking at them and they just, it was just relentless, absolutely relentless. Even when we conceded, it was, it was almost like we were still winning. I think the lack of away fans helps, and I think a lot yeah. of a lot of teams are buoyed by away fans now. Yeah, I think that was a massive. That's the reason we got a point at Notts County. Yeah, I, yeah. I genuinely think oh, yeah, we, we, pushed, we pushed them over the line at Notts. We the reason that we had so much momentum in the first half at Maidenhead yeah, because yeah. we just didn't shut up. Yeah, and last yeah. night the reason we almost got a point is because we, we we didn't shut up for the whole ninety minutes, regardless yeah, yeah. of regardless of it. And I think I think that's. Our away support is phenomenal. It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. Even in the National League South, like when like I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely think for the amount of fans we get at home and the miles we have to travel, you'll go a long way. Certainly in the National League and even League Two. Obviously, Exeter are quite good at it as well. I spit as I say that, but um, but the amount we travel and the fans we take per like mile we travel, I just think it's incredible. Especially based on the home, and we just need to channel that into home games. Mm-hmm. But the club yeah, yeah. just aren't helping themselves by not yeah, letting yeah. people in. They're not opening the pub at half time. They're not just, just little things that we've waited so long to get back to play more. We've all we've all we've all I been. They're not making it like a very pleasant environment. Like really no, small, stewards, like, we're stewards of knobs as well. Oh, yeah, always like we've like you know yeah. um, women in the club, and I know lots of you guys have as well. Like mm. reached out to them about providing free sanitary items. Like um, Tusta mm. said they'll they'll do it, and there's just no there's no engagement from the club. There's none of that feeling like when I certainly when I was first going to play more. Like my dad used to write to write Mike Bateson. Like they used to like write to each other. It's just yeah. really really nice. Like and there's not that feeling now. And like. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's like a oh, I love playing more for what it is. I love yeah, it being like yeah. a proper local league football ground. I don't want it to be flashy. You no, know, a little no. bit like when I went to Chesterfield, like it's so lush there, but I almost don't want playing more to be like that. I like it being like so cold, <laughs> you know, it's part of it. But I think the club could like, you know, after, especially after such a hard year, they could make it a little bit more of an inviting place. And yeah, like turning, turning families away who can't make it you know when you've got kids like you can't mm. make a decision before no. two o'clock whether you're going to do anything because you don't know if you get them out the door right no, you, you think the, the other thing is you think about how many kids over lockdown as well what the so much football on tv there's never been more football on tv how many kids would have fallen in love with football well, you that? say that will but like for our household like me and matt we don't have sky or bt mm. right so yeah. for us yeah. football was like kind of gone um you know my little brother would lend us his login for all the talkie games and I'd watch legally the games on, yeah no, no legally yeah <laughs> but like for people of like um you know or, or people who make choice not to we've always watched football in the pub as part of like why we love it so it did kind of take football away and especially took away that lower league feeling of like I'm just going to go to the ground like because like I live in Cheltenham so I've been to Gloucester games before I won't go to Cheltenham games because you know we used to play them and I think we're better than them so but like you know I think like that feeling of being able to walk to a club everyone lost and wouldn't it be nice just to celebrate it now not make it I don't really get it I don't no it's it's exactly no it's exactly that but but I I agree with what you're saying that it's not accessible but just for those families that would that would have had it where their day and the kids would have watched it and then maybe they weren't that into football and then they go oh we have a local team it's Talk United and and they're making it harder than ever to get in. Yeah, you've got such cool movements going on as well. Like women and girls getting into football more and more and more. You're going to be upping yeah, your crowd. Yeah. Like it's going from like, it used to be like no women. And now apparently it's like 20 crowds are. So like saw, get it, you know, to harness that. I saw a great movement that's been done um, 
called Her Game Two, which yeah, is brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. And 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 Bristol Rovers have put it on one of their kits, on one of their women's kits. And there's so yeah, many clubs. Yeah, Plymouth have as well. Like there's so many. There's so many clubs getting behind these movements, but we're always the last we club never, to do it. We, yeah, we yeah. never get on. If it's we never take the initiative, clubs. and we never do it. And just to listen to their fans either. Like if you no, sat down, don't. if they actually chose to sat down with a group of their female fans, yeah. we could have a little chat. It doesn't have to be horrible. It could be really nice. And it could oh, none of it has to be horrible. None of it. We're not. We're not there to to sit in front of them and go. Give more money to Gary Johnson. That's not our place. Like we're not, we're not in that position. We're there to just say we want a positive match day experience because we're we're putting money into the club. Can you please just listen to us and give it to us? I remember like the first time I went to Playmore and it was like such a special experience for my dad and my family. And I feel like we're taking that away from some people and they won't come back. They'll no, go down the no. road to Plymouth, they'll go to Exeter, they'll sit at home and watch it on the TV. I know? remember when I was at school though, they used to have like they used to come into the school and give tickets in. Way and stuff, mm. and let, let, let there was like a block of kids in the family stack. Oh, they were yeah, always annoying. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? we, we were I remember that. Like, I exactly, yeah. I they think were always really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I was as well, mate. And then I got a bit older and they pissed me off. But yeah, I'd rather yeah. them there pissing me off than not yeah. have them at all. That's, but the, I, 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 I wasn't one of those, but there's people that I know that I went to school mm. with that, were, mm. that went and went and into that little bit because through their Sunday yeah, league yeah. club that they were playing at, yeah, or through yeah. their school, they went and watched it. And now they've travelled thousands upon thousands of miles watching Torquay, home and away, every That's week. Point. Why, why are we not giving? Why are we not saying to to local kids, come and watch some local football? You've seen it on the TV. All right, we've got Mark Colston in goal, so maybe wait till he's gone. But like, <laughs> why are we not getting people through the door? Even if we're giving tickets yeah. away, is and it not better? Players to... as well, like you know, some of our best players have come from like local areas and like carrying yeah. club, and we're saying no to them. We're sort of turning them away. It's, I don't know. That's I crazy. Find it really... That's a really good point. Uh, whereas more clubs are becoming more open and more like nice. I actually always think Playmore's been a pretty, really nice environment for families mm. and kids. Actually, I don't think. I think the family side is really. We used to we used to beg my dad to let us go on the pop side, <laughs> and he'd be like, "You're too young, you're too young," and eventually he gave in. <laughs> but, um, exactly you know, the same really, with my mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a nice environment, and, and I have to say, like, I've always felt really comfortable in the pop side as a woman. Like, I've never had any any problem at, at Torquay, so it is a nice environment, and it's a really great place for people to start. And like, I don't feel we're in a financial position to turn people away either. I don't. I don't Fancy. really get. I'd, I'd, I'd still I'd rather be giving five hundred tickets away. And yeah. getting getting young yeah, yeah. people and, and and women and the family people who've never so been. There's like, never. Just, fam- I've never seen the family stand empty this season. Is that what you say about the block of like the school kids? I don't see them anymore. That's a really good point. I've just realised. That's so what I mean. Fans. And, and the fa- there's, there's just there's just a constant disconnect from the hierarchy. And do you oh, feel like been. you're almost a pain when you go talking? I feel like the stewards, like, I feel like I'm a pain to them that I'm sat there watching my football club. I want, I've, I've rarely gone to other stadiums. So talking is like all I know, playing was all I know. But when I, I think I went to watch Southampton Premier League a few years ago, just like a one-off, because uh, I've got family support them. And I watched them and like stewards are saying hello to me. I was like, I was a bit standoff here of stewards. So I was like... <laughs> I was like, Christ, this is weird. I actually feel like welcome here. People are saying hello to me and that. And I go talking and I've got someone staring. Like if I stand up, someone like stands up. And I'm like, can you not? Like last last night's a great example, right? There's a, there was a couple of shoes for Solly up. Their fans were knobs last night, by the way. Yeah. From, from like 10 to 15 years old. They let they let off a flare when they scored, which was hilarious. And they're all they were honestly, there was this, there was this short little fat kid, he must have been about seven, who kept putting his middle finger up to me. And I wanted to give it back, but I thought, hang on, I'm, I can't. He's seven. Like, yeah. I can't, I'm not going to swear at seven. He's seven, it, you can. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, well, I, I contemplated it, but I, I thought I'd better not. 
Um, and the, the, the other lads that obviously weren't just complete enough to knobs, um, they were singing about us being poor as well, which I thought was really funny. If we pay your benefits, when then the minimum wage up there is about three quid, I think. So uh, bizarre. Um, but they, it was just it was just this absolute. There was there was one bit where the lads that weren't idiots, the stewards were having a chat with them. And they were like, oh, you know, what have you been up to this? I heard, I overheard a couple of bits of it because we weren't that close. It was, oh, what have you been up to this week? How's work? All that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And our stewards are going, right, you're banned for three years because you, you left her was on the yellow step. So off you go. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't get my head around it. Our stewards, no. week in, week out, they all, they all just stand on. The club will ban you for breathing the wrong way or sneezing yeah, when, when someone's doing something. But again, yeah. this comes from the top, doesn't it? If you've got, yeah. an, if you've got a miserable team, it's because they're being badly led. Like, you know, no, it's, it's the same as our, uh, our works. You know, if your team is unhappy, it's because you're not doing... You're, it comes from the top. It's something yeah, like Exactly. That. And then they, they've done a great job with putting Dom in place, um, the, who's, doing, who's like the support liaison. He's brilliant. And I spoke to him on the phone a few times and I can't applaud him enough, but he seems to do about a million jobs across the mm. club as well. He's, he's very overstretched. And and like that, so there's there's the ideas are there, but they're not. Why why is no one this this George Edwards? I think he's called. He yeah, seems yeah. to be to do quite a lot. How hard is it for for us to just for, for the Tusk to just go right? What's give us ten things that you want from a match day experience of playing? Well, we might not get all ten, but give us ten things, and then to have a Zoom meeting, even if they don't feel comfortable meeting, and just to go. These are what this is what we want. If you could even do five of them, we'd be happy. Because even if they did, like that could happen really quick as well. Is like engaging with people on social media. Like they didn't yeah. respond. It's like you're a small club. Like you, you're going to see the same name. There aren't that many Rowena oh, Williamses, right? Yeah. Like just respond. <laughs> <laughs> like... That all comes from the big man Patrick Tinkley decided to tweet that we were signing someone when we weren't. Oh, so you know, I, I, I wouldn't trust that bloke as far as I could throw him, and he's quite big. So let's just put it that way. I mean, honest, honest to God, though, this is what I mean. Is I've, I, Every other club, like even I don't know if you, I've, I've seen videos on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where the clubs are having a laugh with fans. Or like, yeah, what, yeah. one thing I love is when um, a player says, like, you know, when, when you're about to sign someone and it's like sort of common knowledge yeah, yeah, and they'll yeah. say, announce this player. Yeah. And the club just retweet and go, oh, go on then. That's just yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. And interact yeah, with the fans, yeah. but we don't want to know. We yeah, never, yeah. ever want to. It's, do you know what I noticed as well the last couple of years, um, obviously before COVID, it, it, this, they used to say, send us your pictures on, on your way to the game. Mm. They don't even do that anymore. No, there's just no. I'm not convinced. It doesn't. They obviously do because we love the club and the club love us, and I generally believe that. But it it doesn't feel like they do. I don't believe that they do. I don't know. I think this is what this has come back to my concerns about the owner. I don't think he's there for football, and there seems to be some sort of directive to not engage. Like from the beginning, they've wanted to fall out with touch, and then trying to create a different supporters trust. I don't know. It just feels like maybe they do, but like as a a fan that doesn't live in Torquay, I don't feel like the club. That's me. Like, I know. I, I know what you mean. I, th- I think perhaps what I, what I, I think they do to a certain like there's a level where it sort of stops. I don't know where mm-hmm. that exact level is, but you've got people like Dominic Me there who absolutely wholeheartedly care what the fans want and what the fans think. Even to an extent, George Edwards I think does because he's he's the man that's taken the flack and he's the man that is ultimately that's responsible. Weird. And before this season, I thought George Edwards was actually almost like hiding paper over the cracks. For it. I thought he was really getting the place together. And I thought you know, they were saying, all right, give me your, you know, what do you want from a match day? And they were. And I thought, well, at least we're run properly off the pitch now. And all of a sudden this season, or as well as we can hope to be, the season, it's just gone. But they, like, they do listen sometimes, like the mask yeah. thing. Yeah. Everyone said, we're not wearing masks. We're not doing it. Yeah. I don't want to be, yeah. I'm not going into a football ground to wear a mask. Yeah. And, they, and they scrap that quickly. Yeah. But so they listen sometimes, but it's selective hearing. Yeah, there's yeah. so many things that they could do. But yeah. imagine, imagine the reaction. How different a place would play more be on Saturday if they said, 
here's, here's your PA system working, here's your screen right. working, here's your free sanitary product, we've replaced the stewards, we've done this, we've done that. How yeah, much of a nicer place would it be? The stewards, when you walked in, weren't patting you down and searching your bag and taking a mm. pan of deodorant. I searched my bag. I'm like, what do you think I have in there? Honest, <laughs> honest, honest, honest the to sanitary, God. T- the sanitary items that you won't provide. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, I've, I've, I've been touched more than talking stewards than, than anyone else in the world. Honestly, it's ridiculous. And, and the, the toilet's there, right? So I have a man yeah. looking through my bag. It just feels a bit like... It's, not, yeah. it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And the toilet yeah. lights were off when I got in the pop side on Saturday. Just little things. Like, everyone's in there, just, I'm like, I'm... That, to, that's to one, the they've, they've completely neglected a lot yeah. of the Playmore as well. I'm, like, I'm the, the to the like, next are... door, like, if I wee on you, it's not my fault, mate. You know, like, <laughs> just, uh, I can't see what, what's what going you, on. But... Whatever you're into, Sam, whatever you're into. <laughs> but but this, this is what I mean, though. It's, it's, they just don't help themselves. And... I mean, oh, and the I... cash thing for food, when they're telling you you're not allowed to yeah, yeah. cash on the way in. That's almost I, I do want. I do wonder sometimes if we're part of if it's like um like a sort of satire comedy show that they're going to release, like or nothing or nothing talking like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh no, wait, they did. Yeah, yeah oh, they've already done that. They've already they've already humiliated us on Netflix. Yeah, could be worse. Could be Sunderland actually. But it's, it's, it's really yeah, pretty Arsenal, right? Because they're recording <laughs> their documentary now. So <laughs> it's very true. But. Uh, like I said, um, the, the fans who want to make it toxic on Saturday, don't bother going, just stay at home. Um, I'd rather have no fans than fans like that there. If you're going to boo the players, fuck off and stay at home, simple as that. But that, there was no way people would be saying that if they were looking forward to going to play more on Saturday. Yeah. They could go, all right, well, if we're, if we're not, you know, if, if at half an hour we're 2-0 down, I'll just pop in, I'll just go boots 15 minutes early and have a pint. Can't do that. No, can't do that. No. And the stewards aren't even nice about it. They're just going, no, well, if you try and no, get no. it... We'll Apparently they laughed at families. Apparently, I, I, my dad told me he read on a forum that they were laughing families away that have come here. Also, but, when oh, I went so to um, Port Vale once, we got there really late, we got lost. <laughs> we ended up at the other side of Stoke and watched it all, but... That's another story. We got there and, like, you know, we were really late and we didn't have a ticket because we were going to buy it on there. And the guy just did a quick call to his like superior and he's like, oh yeah, PR exercise, let them in for free. And like, he had a laugh with us and let us in. And like, it's really sad that our club wouldn't do that. I just think that's awful. Like fans, a family of four turn up. But do you you remember? Do you remember when they had fans on the gate? They used to have fans on the turnstiles that just volunteered to do it, and they were just. And like, I, I, I remember when I used to sit in the family stand, I had the same bloke every week and we'd always have a laugh, but I can't remember what it was, but we'd always have the same joke going through. There is absolutely none of that camaraderie at Playmore anymore. No. I don't recognise half the faces there, only of the stewards, because they're all so ugly, you, can, you can't forget their faces. Honest to God, I've never seen anything like it. And they, they all look miserable. They're yeah, like when you're going in, they look miserable and you're like, I, well, I, for us, for me and my dad, right? So we drive down from uh, the other side of Bristol. So it's like two hours and we get yeah. there. And we, like when I put it, when I think about it, it's a strange way to spend your Saturday. You drive in most of the day, watching Talky lose go. <laughs> but it's a big thing, us, right? It's something we like doing. You get there and, you know, we're excited. And then like at the turnstile, like, Throwing when you, when you were allowed to have money, throwing your money back at you, and you're thinking, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come in." <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's like you're doing something wrong by doing. Yeah, Great yeah. thing, I, the one I had the other day, a good friend of mine. Um, he he works at like a supermarket, and he had a he had a um his work like pen knife on him, and he was just about to go in, and he went, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry, I've got my pen knife on me. Can I just chuck this in a box or something?" And I'll give it. I'm so like he had his little uniform on and everything. Like you could tell he, he said, "I'll just chuck it in the box and collect it at the end." 
Um, and they made they made him walk around. So he's at the pop side. They made him walk around to reception, did a full on pat down. He got into the pop side 15 minutes after kickoff. He was there 10 minutes before kickoff, but they spent ages speaking to him. They, they, they then dragged him from the pop side five minutes later and took him to the box up by the top of um, the away end. Where the police, where the police said, "Oh, we need to run it. What's your name? We need to run a background check on you to check you're not oh thingy." And then the police said he was fine to go, and the stewards went, "No, we need to. We just need to question you and make sure that you're not doing the wrong thing." This, these are the people that are, that are the very front of our club that you deal with in our club, and they're making it hard for us to watch them. It's not. It's hard enough already. We've got Mark Holstead in goal. Do you know what I mean? And then they're making it even harder. I just can't get my head around it. But, Something that badly needs to change at the club. Like I said, but that's been going on for years. That's not the GI. That's gone on for years. No, it has. I'm, I'm it pretty has. sure, like, they haven't helped, but there's. But how just... is this company still being employed? Because they're all external. Yeah. How are, they, how are they still being employed by the club? Genuinely. Mm. I, I can't work well, it out. because they don't take feedback, right? So you could have all of them saying they, they are, they're like this and it's not a nice atmosphere and they're laughing at kids. And they don't listen. It's like they put us all on mute on Twitter. It's bizarre. It's absolutely it's, bizarre. It's, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. So the, the, the club, the club is very much in a position where we, we need all the support we can get. Especially, like, what a chance it was to build on as well after the playoff mm-hmm. final. Spirits have never been like just. I know obviously we were. Spirits have never been lower and higher at the same time. Like we were so excited yeah, for the future. Yeah. There was it felt like the start of something new. And six games into the yeah, end of the yeah. season, at the start of the season, it feels like the end of something special. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, it feels like we're back in that situation of like. I don't understand. And one, one more thing about the hospitality, like I bring, I brought a few new people to talk here. They've never really been to football before, and I'm, I'm getting all a bit on edge before the game. I'm thinking, are they going like this? Are they going to do it? How are they going to be treated by the stewards and all that? I'm thinking, how am I, you know, how am I even thinking that going into a football club? Because I've had years of rubbish. You know, I've, I once went in a preseason final years ago. I, hung, I went to some, someone from school, which is a bit of an idiot, and he was like mouthing off a bit. And then the rest of the game, they were looking at me, went to the next game, and we got chucked out for moving to the Bristol's bench and taking a photo. I took a video <laughs> of a corner, right? They went, no, no, <laughs> photography. And I was like, right, okay. So we went up to sort of Bristol's bench, and then they kicked us out for me taking a photo of a sunset. I mean, like, unbelievable. Must have been a boring game, game, right, Sam? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was boring. It was nil nil against like Plymouth. I tell you what. Speaking of the Plymouth one, we went. We had them in pre-season, and it was when they had Luke McCormick, and we were singing "Murderer" at him because he killed two children and a family, which he is categorically. I will go on the record and say he's a murderer, and he should never kick a football. And um, a a steward came up to us. I'll never forget it. He went, "We're going to kick you out if you keep singing that because it was manslaughter." Brilliant. Cheers for that. Yeah, unbelievable. That's that's your that's your issue. That's your issue with this. It was man's manslaughter. Shall we sing it? Here? I was at a, a Gloucester game and Frank Sinclair was playing on like the other side, and someone went, "Oh fuck off, Frank! You fat rapist!" That's <laughs> <laughs> like when Lee Hughes comes to play for it. It's just a guaranteed like it's unbelievable. But, but this is what I mean. But like, how football? What are you doing? Telling people off for singing things? It's a football game. Yeah, yeah I mean, as long as it's not racist, like you know. Oh like, no, yeah, of course. Yeah. If, if it's crossing, so if it's illegal, I mean. it's different. Yeah. But if it's if it's like. But then I've heard I've heard chants that um you know at, at football games that that do, do that are racist and like then the stewards do nothing and. Uh, that's a point. I've heard that at Playboy, and they they've, they've turned a blind eye to it, which is just hilarious. They got a problem with Luke McCormick being called a murderer. 
but say anything you want about any black players apparently that's, they that's got it. you on a technicality they will so you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> standard standard of stewarding but this is what the, the whole the bigger picture is that they they're, they're not listening to us and football is an escape let's just point it out like we all get about most shots all week because if you've had a rubbish week at work you go and play your football club and then people aren't given two shits with a shirt you're going to get frustrated. It's their escape. It's a brilliant mental escape for a lot of people. And when you're having that ruined by a steward who thinks you should sit there in silence like a library or not do anything, not get excited when we score, what's the point? Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Like going and having a shout on a Saturday. You can't do that normally. I mean, I get, I get the video. Like, <laughs> you can, but you'd be called a weirdo. Like, you know? I get taken on video. Like, I was 13, 14, and I thought, oh, I'll take a bit of a video. And now, I mean, like, now I'm like, oh, who videos football games? Because, you know, there's a whole like package. I, I, I get getting chucked up for that. But, but like, I just don't understand. Like, um, just anything. Like, but that even stays with me now. I get my phone out to check live score. I see a steward look at me. I'm thinking I'm getting like PTSD. I'm thinking, crap. We chucked out for checking live score, you know. Like, I you know, I, I, took, I run uh, Talky Talk now for uh, on the Instagram for Dom, and you know, I, I took a couple photos, and I'll just get my photo out, and I feel like I'm being watched by like two stewards and the whole of, like the security system, even now, and I'm like. What am I meant to do? You it's, know. it's incredible. It's incredible yeah. that that's where their priorities lie when there's yeah. so many different yeah. problems at the club. But I suppose, like I said, that's just the bigger picture, isn't it? That they, 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 and it's all. It's not. It's pretty much always been the case, hasn't it? I mean, I've, I've, I think Theo Bristow was probably the last one that we could generally say yeah. cared and looked after us. Mm. Like she, yeah. I mean, I felt so sorry for her. She was kind of thrown into it, wasn't she? Yeah, like, well, she, 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 she got. Taken what, I don't know what that well. Kelvin Thomas was his name. Yeah, he yeah. mugged. He, he, that was that was daylight robbery. That guy's a complete and utter prick because he had no intention of doing anything other than fleecing. This is why there should be some sort of you know financial regulation of these things. You know, you, you see so many clubs just drawn down, to, you know, brought down to nothing yeah. because you've got these dodgy owners. I mean, and I was trying to do it as well, isn't he? Just cares about turning Playmore into houses, yeah. and I don't want a swanky place in the middle of nowhere i want to go to Playmore, which is in the middle of, get, middle of the town the you know the club's gone like if he gets through the club's gone there will never be a new stadium like um, i don't i don't think i don't think the council give enough of a shit they, they, will they, never they, they probably ignore they never will. as well in fairness but. yeah i don't think they personally i won't get too much into that from what i can work out they won't get that council won't give it to them so now they've got four million debt if they liquidate the club they don't get four million so well, the, 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 the idea is that if they build a new ground and leave it in Torquay's name yeah. It's not GI's name. So if they build it up at the Willows yeah. like they want to and yeah. leave it in Torquay's name, which I would hate, then yeah. then then they could have the freeold. I think that's the idea. But then they've got to spend 20 million building a stadium and facilities. Exactly. Are they gonna get are they gonna get they're gonna get, get are they gonna get 40 million back from building flats in Playmore? And are they who's gonna buy uh, well? I mean, right now, if you like want you know one small house with a tiny room, it's about I need a house 500,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, good luck, <laughs> probably a good house, time. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Because Halstead's trying to buy in Torquay, like, he isn't gonna succeed. Public service announcement if anyone is an estate agent in the bay, please do not take any calls from Mark Halstead. If, if you even hear a northern accent, just put the phone down, please. <laughs> I'm begging you because we he can't he can't move here he can't it just, if he asks you how close the house is to some chicken wings say no moving at the waterside grill then it's it's Mark Halston it's Mark Halston so um what's your predictions for Saturday's score then go on Sam because I, I don't know yet I'll go two two I think oh, I, I was think gonna go two two. I think we're actually, I think it'd be an okay game. We'll actually give hard. I think we'd be a bit rubbish, but I think it'd be two teams trying but not being very good. Um, I feel like Marcin will come in. I'm not saying he's a 
the the answer to it all but i feel like he will just have a bit more positive impact a bit more youth a bit more you know all it takes is for them to have a shot from range early on he saves it whole thing changes the fans on his sides defenses on his side then it all changes again so i feel like yeah and i'm not going to judge him on last night i heard i kept hearing and he grabs at the second attempt which is not what you want to hear <laughs> Think about from we talk about how Sagan shouldn't be playing, but that's not a nice way to make your club that you know as a number two to come on at half time for an underperforming keeper under weird circumstances. It's just not the way you, you want to get into a game. So well, the true proof in the pudding will be on on Saturday. But yeah, I think it'd be an okay response. How about you, man? I'm, I'm going to go. I, I think we'll win it. I think we'll win two one. Um, we will concede because we always concede. Um, but I, I just think. I genuinely believe this is the this is the 180 point in the season mm. already for, for one of those two teams. Southend either go on a run after this, but we need one result, one solid win to just yeah, where we yeah. don't play badly to just mm. spark a revival. Notts County, Notts well. County nearly did it. It was yeah, nearly yeah. the point because we were that good against Notts County. I come out, I come away from there thinking we'll be right up there. That's yeah, how. I walked into the game, I saw like Drew, I said, oh, I woke in, you know, this is our back four now for the season, Moxie and centre back. Yeah, it was it was but inconceivable to me that we wouldn't be woken on. Apparently Holstead was better at Notts County. I heard yeah, it'd be fine. He just had first game he should, have, he should have saved the goal. That goal, he looked like a starfish. I don't smart, know. Smart goal. Well, you could you could say that about the 55 goal yeah. you could yeah. say already this season. But I thought, you know, next thing now you're 2 0 down in four minutes. And I the, yeah. one of my met is a, a first time at a game, took a video because like of like the crowd and it was just me with my head on my hands like, what am I <laughs> like within like 10 minutes and like, like, a, like a, it was one of like, the funniest videos I've ever seen like, like so, I said it's the only time only time I've ever left talking you know, early because I wasn't yeah. seeing us getting battered by them inbred fucks I just feel like you know they keep going yeah. on about everything back to normal after Covid and talking is shit again so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 talking yeah. ruining my weekend so you know <laughs> um, but no I, I think I think we'll have enough I think we'll have enough to beat them there's I really, really think that Lolos, if he starts Lolos in a die, um, if that's yeah. how you pronounce his name, I'm sorry if I've butchered yeah. that. He was he looked really good last night. So start those yeah, two, yeah. rip the midfield up, get Lapsley back, fit in the squad. Lapsley, Lemon um, and Hall in the middle, a die Lolos yeah. right, and then just please, but to Saturday, bring a centre-half in and yeah. and just just see what happens. I genuinely, I genuinely think they are so shocked for confidence that one of these, one of the two of us has to take the game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. As long as our yeah. fans don't get on the get on our backs, there's absolutely no reason we can't win and it can't kickstart our season. Whether that be just floundering in mid-table to, to go on a playoff push, but just make yeah. sure early doors we stay away from that bottom. Four. And we don't have mm. a negative points to games very show like we can't. Exactly. Up. Exactly. That's yeah. not what we want. That's not what we want. So I, I think I think we'll just about do it. And Phil Brown's a fucking fraud anyway. So oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What do you think? And then we've got them on the last game of the season, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Our promotion party. I'm hoping to go to that one, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Promotion party. We're all getting on the piss in Essex. I can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. But what, no, what do you reckon, Rick? So I was going to say 2-2, two, two, but um, I'm going to be optimistic and say 3-2. I think there'll be absolutely loads of goals. <laughs> Not because we've got good strikers on the other side, just because we're leaking them. <laughs> but I hope it's kind of like a bit of fun. Like, I think, like you said, we'll could be a turnaround and maybe, like, they need to go on there and like relax a little bit, you know, and just like enjoy we're at it, home, you know? like you know, it's just try and play game. football. It's Sounds too, stupid, but you know. Yeah, it's it's two semi like big, you know, clubs to this level, and need two, you know, it's a proper game again. It's a football league game. It's a football league game. It is. There'll be loads of fans. There'll be a good. 
there'll be a yeah. half good atmosphere as a steward don't ruin it but you better make sure you yeah. sing about your criminal convictions correctly <laughs> and, if, and if for some reason i'm videoing again i'll be out <laughs> can, can, can i just say as well like I, I just want to reiterate if you are someone who said you want a toxic atmosphere do not bother going on saturday please i'm begging you just don't go we don't want you there um i think we are rapidly running i think we might have overran slightly here so i do apologize and thank you if you're still listening to all of us ramble <laughs> we do massively appreciate it um well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for thanks for running it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, and yourself, Sam, obviously, thank you so much as well. Yeah, I loved it. Cheers, guys. This has been episode 37, I believe. I might have got that wrong, but we don't worry. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat to you again soon. Thank you. Bye.